What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods here. And you know we had to get to Tennessee State with all the positive momentum on the recruiting trail, being one of the favorites in the OVC for the upcoming 2022 season. And one of the keys to getting that championship is sitting with me today, man. My guy, Jashawn Watkins from Tennessee State, defensive back, former Memphis defensive back, and is going to be one of the leaders of that Tigers defense this year, man. So, Jashawn, Appreciate you coming on the show, man. No problem, no problem. So let's go way back before we get into the you know the t- the process of Tennessee State. Let's go back to high school, man. You had a very very successful high school career, capped with being recognized at the 2019 NFL Draft as well, playing mm-hmm. like five positions. I think there were less positions you didn't play than you actually did. So, what was your recruiting process like, and who was recruiting you the hardest out of high school? Um, I'll say my freshman year, um, UT recruited me the hardest. I should say my freshman year, but, um, going into later in my career, I, I could say probably University of Florida recruited me the hardest. And, you know, with those teams recruiting you hard, man, you played quarterback, wide receiver, running back, defensive back. I mean, you, you did it all. So looking at your time as a quarterback slash wide receiver, do you think that helped you become a better defensive back and overall improved your game knowing what the other side of the ball wants to do? Yeah, it kind of enlightened me because I really know what's coming playing defense by playing offense. So, yeah, it helped me, it helped me a lot. And, you know, were teams recruiting you for other positions or did you know that defensive back was going to be your spot at the next level? Nah, I ain't going to say that. I really didn't know. I really thought I was going to play receiver when I got to college, but a lot of teams are looking for these big corners, big DBs nowadays. So, you know, I just fit that. I fit that. Uh, I fit that role. Man, you do. Listen, every time, any anytime someone sees a corner that's 6'4", they're like, okay, that's got that's the guy to lead the secondary. But you mentioned, you, I haven't heard you mention this team as one of the top teams to recruit to, but what led you to commit to Memphis? What was it about the program, the coaching staff, that ultimately got you to commit? Uh, Ryan Silverfield, he recruits the area, and he'd been talking to me since my freshman year also, and he was, he was one of those guys that I just felt like I had a great connection with. So it just felt like a family overall aspect, and that just led me to my decision to, to commit to Memphis. Man, for sure. And I know you redshirted, but that two that 2019 Memphis team was one of arguably one of the best Memphis teams of all time. Go yeah. to the Cotton Bowl, win the conference. Being inside that program, man, kind of talk a little bit about what made that unit so special that season and let y'all accomplish as much as you guys did. Um, I should say, uh, coach, off. it just felt like the program was just on a, you know what I'm saying? Like a clicking machine. It was, you know, I could say that it felt like it was just a clicking machine. It, uh, it was really no days off with that guy. And, um, you know, I took that as a, like a learning experience my first year because I had a lot of good guys in front of me that play in the NFL nowadays, you know, like TJ Carter's and your Chris Claybrooks is in your, um, Different guys like that. So I just took it as an experience year type type of deal. Man, and ultimately you decide to transfer after the 2021 season. I know there were a lot of changes behind the scenes at Memphis, especially with oh. the coaching staff. But for you, what were all the factors that led you to decide to transfer from Memphis this past season? Um, a big coaching change. Uh, my coach, Mac McIntyre, he decided to leave, and that was, that was pretty much my guy. 
You know what I'm saying? And I really didn't want to go through that sense of change again. And, um, you know, I feel like it was the best decision for me to see the field faster for me to leave. So, yeah, I feel like I made a great decision, though. For sure. And before we get to your commitment now, was there ever a thought of just following the previous coaching staff, following Mike Norvell to down to Florida State and all the coaches that he brought from Memphis? Uh, it was a little bit, but uh, I was so I was so very close with Silverfield, and my trust and my you know my love was with Silverfield, so I decided to stay with Silverfield at Memphis. Absolutely, man. So, what everyone's here for this moment right here, man. What made Tennessee State, Eddie George, the OVC, the place to finish your career? Um, everybody knows the HBCU level is starting to you know it's one of the hottest things right now. And uh, I feel like Eddie George is doing a great thing for the program. And, you know, I just couldn't wait to be a part of it. And and so looking back at your recruiting experience, how did Tennessee State's pitch differ from Memphis's pitch coming out of high school for you? Like co- compare and contrast your recruiting experiences from high school to the transfer portal. Um, I ain't going to lie to you. It's kind of the same, which is crazy. Like I, every coach in the country probably hit me up in the transfer portal, which it was like that in high school. but. You know, it's more of a business type of thing in, in college. You know, you can't really want to go here, go there, go there, go to different places. You really can't do that. Well, you could, but I really was on some, okay, let me lock in with this one school and for sure instead of keep playing this little recruiting game. Because, you know, in high school, you play a little recruiting game. I really wasn't known trying to play the recruiting game. I just wanted to get straight to business. Hey, man, it, listen, the, the, you got four years coming out of high school. For a lot of guys in the transfer portal, it's business. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the NFL yeah. is, is coming fast. So I like that you just were like, listen, I need to know that it's the best decision for me. But mm-hmm. Eddie George, man, a lot of people are curious. I know, you know, Deion Sanders is getting a lot of shine down at Jackson State. But mm-hmm. head coach Eddie George is doing his thing at Tennessee State. And I don't think a lot of people are are really recognizing it, like you said. But for you, what is he like behind the scenes? What's he like as a coach? Because a lot of people just know him as the player, Eddie George. Now, behind the scenes, because Eddie George is a cool coach, but he's very strict, though, about his work. He doesn't like the cameras and all of the broadcasting and stuff. He just like strictly business around here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, it, listen, it turned out successful at the end of last season. I'm excited to see what y'all are going to bring for 2022. But that's that's where this question comes in, man. Let's do personal first, then team. First okay. off, what are your personal goals for the 2022 season? Um, I should say, I want to say at least 30 to 40 tackles, uh, five plus interceptions. Ooh, I like, listen, first team OVC, first if that comes OVC, true, that, that, newcomer I, I need of the that. year, newcomer of the year, defensive player of the year, all that. <laughs> I love it, man. So I don't know, you know, I know it's April, but I'm sure the team has sat down and kind of laid out the team goals as well. As a, as a unit, what, what are the goals that you guys want to accomplish by this upcoming December in 2022? Uh, first, we want to win a championship. That's first. Uh, but come closer as a team, you know, get that get that bond down packed because we all come from different schools. We just want to get that, bring that bond all together. You know what I'm saying? For yeah, sure. That's, and, 
and, and that's the kind of where I wanted to go next, man. Uh, the transfer portals become such a big deal. It the days of you come in with a recruiting class and you graduate with that recruiting class are really have really come and gone. What mm-hmm. is uh, what is the bonding experience been like at Tennessee State? And for you, what is the culture behind the scenes been like with all these new transfers coming in? Has it flown really smoothly? How close are the new group of guys? And what's kind of going on behind the scenes throughout spring practice? Uh, these guys here just. They opened me up with uh, open arms. These guys are really like probably one of the best uh, group of guys that I ever played with. If I'm being being real, because there's no really jealousy behind the scenes. You get what I'm saying? Right. So it, it it's been it's been all right. It's been pretty good. And uh, we really I really transfers really haven't came in yet. They everybody come in in the summertime. So we'll see how everything just together. But I think it's gonna be pretty smooth though. Man, listen. If 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 previous accomplishments say anything, you guys are going to be loaded on yeah, both sides loaded. of the football. Mm-hmm. And I listen. I know. I know you're an older guy, leader on this team now. And I know mm-hmm. the senior answer is the first game. You can you can give me that, but I need the butt after because I know there's a game in the back of your head somewhere on that schedule that you're looking forward to. So, <laughs> which game are you most looking forward to play next year? Uh, I think everybody knows this question though. Everybody, in Jackson State, you know. That's a big game. Oh, man. For everybody, though. You know everybody, Dion versus uh, Coach Eddie. So, you know, that's that's, one, that's probably going to be my one of the games I'm looking forward to the most. Hey, it's going to be a big one, man. I think because this is also the last one last on the one. current contract, it's, too. It's so the last one. Whoever wins this one is going to have bragging rights bragging for a rights. long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I love it, man. But I always like asking players this question, man, because I know you're a- really able to analyze your game from a distance. But how has mm-hmm. your game evolved from the freshman that stepped on Memphis's campus to the guy who's going to be one of the leaders of Tennessee State's defense? How has your game evolved from freshman year until now? I feel like I got smarter by recognizing rock combinations, um, recognizing splits on the field. I feel like I got way smarter. Freshman year, I was just coming in fresh from high school. You know, you really don't look at that type of stuff when you're a freshman or you're in high school. But now that you're getting older and mature, I look at the splits, uh, how tight, um, how down, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Uh, you know, outs and and plus I know routes too now, like route combinations. So that's, that helped my game a lot too. Oh man, I, I like to hear it. And so I I know there there's a real famous DB that you tweeted about that came out of Tennessee State. So I'm assuming he's an idol for you in, mm-hmm. in, in Dominique Rogers Cromartie, but mm-hmm. a current NFL player. Looking at the NFL right now, who do you think you model your game after the most? Uh Jalen. Jalen Ramsey. Oh, you can't go wrong yeah. with Jalen, man. He's he's can't go he's wrong. just different. He's a dog. He is man, man that. That I am athlete interview, you could just mm-hmm. tell the mindset's different from the second that he he opens his mouth. It's that Nashville blood, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, I love – listen, Ramsey's one of my favorite NFL players, so I love that. But, you know, pregame routines are, can, can are, are really a big part of a lot of people's mm-hmm. games. you got to get ready. If you're not feeling good getting on the field, the game really doesn't go well. That's how I was. If I didn't have – my songs playing in the right order. I just fell mm-hmm. off for the whole sixty minutes. But for you, what is your pregame routine on game days? Uh, you know, I like to wake up, read my Bible. That's the first thing I like to do. So I wake up, read my Bible. Uh, take a pregame shower. I'll have pregame meal after you get done eating. But as soon as I get on the bus going towards the game, I like to put on some uh, NBA Young Boy. He really gave me in my mood. You know what I'm saying? I like yeah. it. 
let's stay be a young boy before the game. <laughs> but I, I, I like it. And listen, I, I, I've had a lot of DBs on the show, and and uh-huh. I've had some wide receivers, and they throw you uh-huh. under the bus. The wide receivers uh-huh. say they the DBs are always one that starts to fight. They're always the uh-huh. one talking. You guys get a bad rap, and we even had a DB on here come on here and say that he doesn't think you can be a good DB if you don't talk trash. So for you, how big of a trash talker are you during the game? I talk a lot, but it depends on the receiver. Like, if the receiver not talking back, then I stop talking. But if he's talking back to me, I know I'm in his head. But if he ain't talking back, I really don't. I'm like, all right, he ain't studying me. But I'll start it <laughs> off. Though. I'll make sure I start it off first. But if he get to talking back, then I know I'm in his head, so I'm going to keep talking. Oh, that. So I know, I know you're a bit newer to Tennessee State right now. So we'll do a two parter. Give me the biggest trash talker on Memphis and the biggest trash talker on Tennessee State right now. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, really, nobody on Tennessee State talk, but I say Zaire. Zaire, he talked, he talked back to me a couple times. So I say <laughs> Zaire, he's probably the biggest trash talker on the offense side of the ball. And when I was at Memphis, I say Demonte Coxie, Demonte Coxie. He, oh, was a good he was a big trash time. Hey, and he could back it up too. He, he was different sure. at the for at sure. the wide receiver spot. I for like sure. it. For uh, sure. I, He's different. But the, the wide receiver room, I mean, so for you, I, I, I know who you're going to pick for Memphis. So we can probably mm-hmm. get that one out of the way first. But I need mm-hmm. the best offensive players that you've ever had to face. And I know the one that's coming for Memphis because he's going to the draft this year. But mm-hmm. give me, give me, give me like two or three. For Memphis? All right. Yeah. Calvin Austin, that's one. Yep, I, I knew that one was coming. Demonte Coxie, two. Antonio Gibson, three. Mm. But those yeah. teams were so loaded while you were there, man. All yeah. three future NFL players. I, know I got one more. It. I got one more. I got one Go more. Ahead. I got one more. Uh, Taj Washington. He's at USC right now. So, yeah. Then that's my top four. I can't even do a three. That's my top four. <laughs> it's hard sure. when you play against that Memphis offense putting up 50 points a game in the season. There's <laughs> a lot of... A lot of scoring options. machines. This is scoring machine. I like it. And so I, you don't have to give away all your secrets. Because listen, I know the OVC wide receiver is going to be on this interview trying to get the upper hand. Mm-hmm. But give us as much as you can. What's the number one mistake a wide receiver can make against you? Uh, not having his hands ready. Mm. You ain't got your hands ready. I'm coming. I'm coming. I like it, man. Hey, you sound too big. It's it's not going to happen. And so for you too. What is what is your favorite route to cover? Uh, I say uh, the go ball. If you do a go ball, it's pretty much mine. So if the quarterback throws it too far, it's probably a pick. If you throw it two seconds late, it's probably gonna be a pick. You know, second, I'm very long. So if you, that go ball, I don't think nobody's gonna ever run past me. I don't see nobody running past me. I'm too long or too fast. I'll hey, for me. It's only going to take them a few chances of trying. I think you mm-hmm. see it in, during the season. Once that DB gets two or three picks, it's over. They're mm-hmm. not throwing. They don't think they're going to throw they, my way too many too many times this year. Oh man, I I love the confidence absolutely. And so for you, when you get your hands on the football, a lot of people there's two different types of DBs. One mm-hmm. that that can be locked down, and one that where if if they get an interception, is going to the house. They have that right. ability just to read the field and make play. How much does your time as a wide receiver help you become one of those guys where if you get your hands on the football, that offense better start playing defense because you're taking it to the house. How much did your time as a wide receiver help you with that? I mean, it helped me a lot because I know what to do with the ball is actually in my hands because some guys like to kneel or run out of bounds, but I'm trying to 
I'm trying to score every time I touch the ball. Just like I played kick return and punt return in high school. It just feel like I'm doing kick return and punt return again once I get the ball. Man, I, I like to hear it. And a lot of our subscribers, every time I have a player that has transferred from the FBS level to the FCS level, they always want me to ask because everyone's real curious mm-hmm. for you. You've only been at Tennessee State for a short amount of time, but what are, are, are one, are there any differences? And if so, what are they between FBS and FCS football for you? Um, the biggest difference I should say is the O line and D line. As far as athlete wise, receiver wise, DB wise, there's no, there's no big difference. It's just the line, the 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 trenches. That's the biggest difference between FBS and FCS. Hey, I, listen, you aren't going to find any argument for me. I'm a former O lineman. I, I that's what I tell people all the time. Listen, yeah. there's a reason why when you watch these FBS versus FCS games, the athletes mm-hmm. are there. You can tell mm-hmm. at the running back spot, at the wide receiver spot, DB spot, mm-hmm. even linebacker a lot of the time. But those trenches, it gets a little hairy sometimes. So yeah, I like it, it but. I know your ultimate goal is to hear your name called on Sunday. You've already been to the NFL draft once and got praise for your high school career, but there's one more time you need to get there. Mm -hmm. If a franchise asks you what they're going to get, if they, if they draft you, you know, one, two, three Aprils from now, what do you tell them? Uh, You're going to get a smart, athletic, rangy, physical type of DB. Um, They're going to get a long, rangy, fast, physical type of type of corner. And very smart too. Loves being in his playbook. Loves spending time at the school. Loves getting treatment. Things like that. Hey man, I, I'm excited to see it. And listen, I picked you guys to win the OVC this year. So uh, once once you get those rings and you, and you make me sound like you know one of the smartest guys on YouTube, I need to get you back on here. Is that way you can show off the ring, the trophy, mm-hmm. man, and, and tell everyone mm-hmm. how it was done, man. I'm excited to hear y'all's story, but. This is all about promoting the players, man. So this time is yours. Plug your social media, give any shout outs, NIL deals, anything you want to say, man, to the people. This time is yours. Uh, I want to shout out Tennessee State, first of all, for giving me the opportunity to play football. Um, I want to shout out Fat Caps on the uh, NIL deal. I want to shout out my mom and dad for putting me here on this planet to be able to play football in the game I love. Amen. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for this, man. I, I think you could tell in the episode I covered all the commitments for Tennessee State. I'm a big fan. But man, guys, go follow Jashan on all social media. It, their plat as their platform gets bigger, the more opportunities and IL deals that they have access to. And make mm-hmm. sure to follow my guy's journey for that OVC title. Tennessee State mm-hmm. looking to looking to put on put on for all the hbcus and put on a course for head coach eddie george and them guys mm-hmm. but for Jashan, for myself and the blue bloods guys we are out for right now <laughs>